Welcome to episode 131 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the Professor Emeritus of Profitable Customer Service, Adam Toporek. <laughs> Adam, how are you? And oh, why aren't you teaching anymore? I know. I, I'm <laughs> shocked and saddened to hear that I'm an emeritus already. <laughs> I did not know I was uh, unemployed. <laughs> I, I, I figured in some prior life, perhaps. That I was a professor of profitable customer service? Yes, exactly. I, I Probably. think so. I'd like to think in the current life, too, if you don't mind. <laughs> Thank you for relegating me to the dustbin of history. Well, the, yeah. I mean, I, it wasn't my intention, but sure. <laughs> but that's now, how it goes. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm like cash. I'm disappearing from the public eye oh. rapidly. That is a professional segue, Thank you. boys and girls. <laughs> I'm here Very all week. nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about cash today and if we need it and other things we might use and how that's all tied into the customer experience. Yeah. How much do payment options, the ways you allow your customers to pay, what part of the customer experience is that and how, how much of an impact can it have? Well, it had an impact recently. There was a guy on video that went around that paid for parking tickets in pennies. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I heard about it. I think you told me about it. And uh, <laughs> the thing is that, I mean, he was trying to make a point. I get it. But the poor clerk had nothing to do with those tickets, you know? So he like ruins this person's day. And as you know, I'm all about no more ruined days. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I just thought it was kind of an unfair stand. And also, if you got the parking tickets, dude, like you got the parking tickets tickets but anyway well you're about it, no more ruined days and i'm about telling you yet the front line is gonna take the crud for you yeah that's true that's very that's true exactly what happens your your policies uh the front line is the one that has to deal with it 90 percent of the time yep and i think with with payment this is a big one because you know i don't really carry cash do you carry cash anymore uh i just got back from a trip so i had cash for that but as a rule I don't care to use it. I always have some for an emergency, but I, I don't use cash anymore. I mean, it's yeah. $3 coffee, credit card, everything. Yeah. It's a, no, it's, I mean, it's always a swipe of the credit card. Well, and I $3 coffee, I do that with my phone, with the Starbucks app or the Dunkin' Donuts app or the Panera app. I've got all the apps. Uh, yes, we, we do know. <laughs> we know you are well app-versed. <laughs> and well caffeinated. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well caffeinated. For sure. But with all those ways of payment, it, I mean, I really find that I do not have use for cash at all. Well, you know, on the trip. So we just got back from a trip to Alaska and we, and we took out a decent bit of cash because we were going uh, into Canada as international. Uh, so there was a lot of scenarios where, okay, we better have it for an emergency. So we took it and we took out enough where I was like, well, you know, we're actually going to end up depositing it back if we don't mm. use it. If we don't have an emergency, we're going to actually need to deposit it because – we don't use cash. We'll never spend it. It'll take us like two years right. <laughs> to spend it because, I mean, and even on the trip when I had cash, I use it for some tips and I always have it for like the airport tips and stuff like that. But that's the only time it comes up. And there were times where I could have given them cash. I had a bunch of ones and fives. I didn't want to deal with the change. So right. I, I use a credit card because I literally did not want to get the change back. Yep. Well, and I think to your point too, I wonder how this is affecting tipping because there are times, and I'm definitely guilty of this where suddenly I'm in a situation where I'm about to tip and I realize I don't really have the cash on me. And that's like things like the Starbucks app. I'm 
giving it a shout out again, you can tip from the app, which I really like because that gives me a way to show that appreciation without having to carry around a bunch of singles. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's, I think it has, my guess is it has affected tipping. I think it's affected mm-hmm. my tipping, not because I didn't want to tip, because I've right. been in situations where, oh crud, I don't have any cash. And mm-hmm. I, I would have tipped had I had the cash. I, I absolutely think it, it's probably affected tipping, particularly in things like, you know, uh, bellhops, baggage handlers, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, things like that. It's probably not because all that stuff ends up on a card. But where it's just the, the quick handoff, any quick handoff yep. tip. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why we got it for the cruise because a lot of those, they're sort of a, like a tip included on the cruise. Mm-hmm. But if you want to tip them above and beyond, mm-hmm. you, you basically got to hand them cash. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the other part of that is maybe, you know, organizations like hospitality have to start thinking about other ways they can get people to tip, knowing that cash isn't necessarily a favorite option anymore. And I saw this one time at a boutique hotel where as I was checking out um, on the TV, (laughs) you know how you do that, Um, it asked me, would you like to leave anything for housekeeping. Really? And I thought that was really nice. That's yeah, awesome. because I could add it there instead of worrying about you know, do I have the cash to leave in the room type of thing. So, and I also knew then like I actually I don't know this, but I assumed then that it would actually get to them too because I always worry about that when you're kind of leaving cash around. You don't know who the next person is going to be and you don't know if it's going to go to the right person. So, I liked that approach very very much. And that's what I like about the Starbucks approach too because you can add it to the app, it goes to the people that served you and you can feel good about, you know, not walking away and feeling guilty that you didn't have the right cash on you. But I think this this whole thing about payment options, it's something that a lot of organizations don't think about. And I see it with small business too. Um, yeah. Have you ever you know, heard, uh, sorry, we don't take American Express? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it's more expensive for the shop owner, right? Or yep. the organization. But that if I want to use an Amex, which I do often, you know, that affects me as the customer. And oh. sorry, sorry go I ahead. was gonna say people people will walk away too. I mean, to mm-hmm. me the Amex thing I've never understood. Mm-hmm. But there there are a few like very specific places where you sell like a big item one off where yeah, they're either going to buy it or they're not, regardless of whether you take Amex. But mm-hmm. if you own a dry cleaners or something yeah. like that, and there's one down the street, and they can use their points, and they're putting all their points on this one card, and that's their card, you're going to lose the business. Yep. Well, and now, uh, speaking of payment options, Costco is going through this huge change with their membership where you used to have to use their American Express, and now they're changing to Citibank Visa. And... You know, they they did it in a pretty smart way where they actually said, okay, all the points are going to move over and this and that. And there are some different benefits, but it's a huge ordeal for customers. And now after that date, that line in the sand, if you forget the wrong card, that's I'm I'm curious what's going to happen. I'm curious how many people are not going to be paying attention to this and have a bad customer experience simply because they didn't see the update about the payment options. Well, let me tell you, I actually am in one of those people, and I am not very happy right now. So I will. Mm-hmm. Go, I don't usually out companies, so I won't say much. But I just got the card today, and I didn't mm-hmm. want it. I was told that if you didn't do anything, it would cancel. 
Mm. That's what I got, which yeah, this thing will be canceled. I'm like, fine, don't charge me again. Uh, and now then I get a communique saying, okay, but your thing's going to be rolled over to Visa, which means another, you know, it's a big annual charge because that's how they pay for the Costco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I have a credit card to cancel because mm. I didn't want it. I was like, mm-hmm. well, we were going to cancel it anyways. And yeah, so I'm actually, I haven't had a great experience with it. Uh, so we will, uh, t- we'll keep you posted. It's just a little, <laughs> little, little glitch right now. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, it was, but uh, it's a bit, it, I, I think it, it brings up something that we have talked about here before too, is that when you're looking at your customer's journey, you can't just look at the parts that kind of benefit you <laughs> as the company. And you can't just look at the parts that are about the, you know, Oh, good. We we get you as a customer. We do all this beautiful marketing, and then we send you these lovely products and the unboxing and all of kind of the sexy, beautiful stuff. You have to actually look at how is this actually going to work, and how can we make the parts that aren't that glamorous work better? And one of the things that I'm seeing now as a business owner is sometimes some of my vendors who are who might be on the smaller side will say to me, "If you pay me in, by check, it's one rate." If you pay online, I have to pass the cost on to you of the transaction. And I want to scream at them and be like, no, you don't. You actually don't have to pass that on to me. You're making me not want to do business with you because the way I want to pay is online. And you're basically penalizing me for that. So one of the things that I've said to uh, some small business owners is, why not offer a discount for the check instead of a charge for the online. It's all how you it's, frame it. <laughs> it's framing because basically you're saying, I'm going to punish you for the way that you want to pay. Unlike saying, if you want to pay this other way, um, that's more convenient for me. I'm going to give you a discount for that. Um, I think it's, it's such an easy switch. It makes everybody feel better and walk away from the experience feeling like they got what they needed instead of feeling like you're punished for paying that the way that you want to pay. Or just price it with that in mind in the first place. That's Beautiful. the other option. <laughs> so you yes. know that's built in. You would like your price to be $14.95, but now it's $15.95 and you say it covers right. it. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Well, so but a lot of them aren't that savvy about it and they're yeah, and th- you know good. this is interesting because this truly, I always you know, we always talk about. Of course, I'm a small business guy. You work with small businesses. We always talk about how small business tends to be more customer friendly than large businesses. They're not impersonal and all that. This is one area where large business almost always wins because yep. they just have to appeal to everybody. That's right. Even That's though, right. and that, let's go back to cash and check. Now mm. we have only been talking about cash and credit card. Let's talk about the nightmare that is check. <laughs> The living heck that is check. And I can tell you as a small business person, when I had a retail business, we got to the point where we were discouraging check. Mm -hmm. Um, We wouldn't not take it, but we would at least try to steer them kindly. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if they had one issue, we stopped checking it. Because literally the time it took, we'd rather lose the customer. It was so bad. Uh. I mean, check is such a brutal – there's so much fraud. It's – it is yep. just a mess with check. Now, this is different in a B2B than mm-hmm. a B2B. It's a whole different kettle of fish. But in B2C, I mean, yeah. check is – I remember in college, we used to write checks for our sandwiches at the sandwich shop, I know. right? A little five, five seventy three yeah. check yep. for dinner. Yeah. Uh, when's the last time you wrote a check for dinner? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw a woman at the grocery store – writing a check recently and I kind of stopped in my tracks like, whoa, 
like I had spotted the Yeti because you never see it anymore. <laughs> and, then you went to, see it. and then you went to the other line too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, nobody's got time for this. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's it, this whole conversation is interesting because in some ways, you know, the way that we have customers pay us, it does affect our businesses. Just like you're saying, like if I have to spend time chasing down bad checks, that's not a great use of my time. And we can agree on that. But at the same time, we want to help customers get what they want. And it's, it's really, it can be a little bit of a challenge. I think we as a society are moving away from cash. And I think that's probably a good thing. Um, on airlines, for instance, you can't buy meals or headphones or anything with anything but a credit card. They refuse to take cash on board, which I think is fine. Um, because that would be a nightmare. Uh, and then I was in New York a couple years ago at this really cool coffee place and like really boutique and hip and awesome. And they had like an artisan sign up <laughs> by their cash register that basically said, uh, we really would prefer you don't use cash here. And I thought that was interesting because they were a small boutique place. And I asked the owner about it and he said, you know, cash is dirty. We don't want <laughs> our we don't want our people who are serving our customers handling cash. And then food. And, yeah. And he said, and honestly, sometimes it causes more problems because that's, you know, people try to play the game of giving you a 10 and saying they gave you a 20 and they got the wrong change and all that. And he said, you've got to add it up at the end of the night. It's just a pain. Like, why not use credit cards and these other tools that we have? So I think we're moving into that direction. But um, I think you have to constantly weigh what's in it for the business, what's in it for the customer, and how can you frame it in the best way for the customer? And that's the question because I think it's really how you've – it is – one, it is what you do in reality. I mean, so the question is what is your demand? Like I mentioned the check thing. You know, we were talking a handful of people out of thousands of transactions a month. So we did it, but we didn't – you know, it, it was fine if we – if you know, basically we just dealt with it. Um, so we didn't say no check, but we absolutely never advertised it. And we're sort of like, oh, okay, well, let's talk about here's what we have to do if there's a check, blah, blah, blah. But – with the cash thing, here's the thing. Being half in is actually the worst thing you can do. So if you take the airline example, cash, all right, so you pay 1%, 1.5% for the credit card. Well, you pay for cash. And the way you pay is checks and balances and security. So one of the reasons that airline doesn't have to, if you don't, if you're not going to take cash, then just don't take cash at all because you don't have to worry about a cash drawer. You don't have mm -hmm. to worry about checks. You don't have to, I mean, check, but I mean by checks, I mean security checks, checks and balances. You don't have to worry about any of that. You don't have to worry about uh, the, what do you call it? Yeah, the armored car, the whole mm -hmm. shebang, right? So the mm -hmm. coffee shop, like straddling half of it now gets hard because if you have a lot of people who use cash, that's where we get back, okay, what's the customer experience? And you have to find that balance about, okay, sometimes you, you know, if you have a thousand customers, you may have to not give a great experience to 10 to provide the best experience to 990. And that's mm -hmm. a choice you always have to make in business. So I, I think big picture for most businesses being half in and half out is probably the, the worst way to go on the cash front. Mm-hmm. Well, but you look at like Starbucks still accepts cash because there are people who still want to use it. Even though when I'm standing there with all of my fellow, you know, junkies, <laughs> we uh, we all use the app. Like you, you just see how much that influences where we go and you know what we buy and all of those things. And so I think 
it, this is, it's one of those questions that I think we don't ask ourselves a lot about customer experience. And I think it's a really important one. And this, this dovetails into what I always say about invoices too. Like when we ask for payment, we often turn a really good experience into a really sterile transaction suddenly. Right. Like we, we have this great warm relationship and then we send an invoice that is basically all about what is going to happen if you don't pay me. <laughs> and it's very like pay me my money. <laughs> and yeah, if this doesn't happen within 30 days, blah blah, you know, and oh, it's it's just horrible. And so it's like I think we have to think about this as part of the customer journey and that's what I want to just underline one more time because not enough organizations do that. Right. And I think that that's the takeaway from today which is mm-hmm. It's something, it's part of the journey, it's part of the experience you should consider. Whatever the right answer for your business is, and you, you, know, you mentioned Starbucks, and the first thing I thought when you said that is two things. One, I, I'm just super curious to know what their percentage of cash transaction mm-hmm. is. And two, with Starbucks and with that industry, and you have to know your industry, I could guess that one of the first things that would be a problem is it would hurt their, custom, uh, their employees' tips. It would, mm-hmm. it would be, I mean, immediately based on you know, the earlier part of our conversation, they would almost possibly keep it just for that reason. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. it, it depends on the percentage. So, I mean, that's the thing. You have to know your industry. And I mean, I think certain industries, I mean, if you sell a haircut, you know, if you're a stylist or whatever, maybe it's not as big a deal. It, depends. it mm-hmm. just depends. I mean, my stylist, you know, it's all on the phone. The barber, whatever you call them nowadays, like a stylist, right? I don't know what they're called. I'm, I'm a guy. I don't know these things. Jeez. I was pretty impressed that you stylist? used the word stylist uh, I, without learned. any prompting. Without saying barber. <laughs> without saying Floyd down at the barber shop. <laughs> Puts the bowl exactly. on my head with the, <laughs> the rusty scissors. Um, so, it, But I, I think that's really the takeaway is it is an important part of the journey. Whatever the cost-benefit decision, whatever you do in your own industry, it should be something you think about. And it should be mm-hmm. something you really do, not just sort of leave the chance and don't think about the impact, the we don't take Amex. Don't think about the just the transactional. Think about the relational and the long term. Yep. And the framing. And the framing. If you make a decision – understand how you can explain that, how you can make it better for your customers. So boom, cash money. Boom. All about the Benjamins. <laughs> All about it. Well, we hope you enjoyed episode 131 of Crack the Customer Code. Don't forget to subscribe, check out all of our episodes and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and see my TEDx talk at 360connects.com. And thank you to Audible.com for sponsoring this episode. Get your own audiobook and free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash customer code. And I'm Adam Deport. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training. And yes, we do take Amex at (laughs) customersnextstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.